Hello everyone, welcome to Technologies and Humanity, or TNH for short, the podcast where you learn more about the link between technology, science, and humankind. I'm your host, Justin Santa Ana. In the face of ever-evolving technological advances, we often lose sight of the human behind the machine. In order to emphasize the importance of linking technology and sociology, TNH seeks to demystify the sociological potential or motivation behind today's relevant technologies. In this podcast, we'll discuss technology through the lens of Stuart Hall's idea of discursive formation, or discourse, found in the West and the rest, discourse and power. We will use this form of evaluation to discuss the multifaceted nature of technology's role in society. Discourse is essentially the act of exploring a topic's many avenues through the perspective of different people or ideas in an attempt to create a more holistic and comprehensive look at the topic of discussion. Using discourse prevents us from focusing on a single aspect or detail and instead allows us to view the bigger picture. Hall, for example, uses discourse to explain the racial divide created between the civilized West and the savage others that was present in the colonial era. Hall argues that the reason that the others were labeled as exotic and savage in the first place was that the West was only given a single narrative that portrayed them as such. Through discourse, we'll broaden our own perspective of a current technology's effect on humankind and how it works. My goal is that through this discussion, we will be able to better understand this technology and why it is important to the progress of society. In this week's podcast, we'll discuss a technology that has shaped our lives on a daily basis, the search engine. A search engine, by definition, is a program that searches for and identifies items in a database that correspond to keywords or characters specified by the user used especially for finding particular sites on the World Wide Web. These things have been around for over 20 years, and anyone who has browsed the internet knows just how useful it is. I myself use Google's search engine on a daily basis, and I couldn't imagine life without it. Since its advent, this technology has changed the way we're able to access information and single-handedly accelerated the acquisition of knowledge, and alongside the internet itself, created vast communities spanning the entire globe. One quote from the Vice President Pandu Nayak of Google's search quality team states, We built search for users. We built search because people come to Google for things that matter in their lives. Nayak says, It is our deep, deep responsibility to give them great results, great answers, great experiences, and help them go about their lives more effectively. If you wanted to learn a new cooking recipe, Google. Want to find a car that suits your needs and price range? Google it. Looking for a cute dog to adopt and call your best friend for life, like me? Google. I did find a trainer that has a bunch of cute dogs up for adoption, in case any of you are wondering. The possibilities are endless, and because of that, we must equally weigh the pros and cons that can occur as a result of using a search engine. Discourse topic number one, spread of knowledge. We'll begin our discourse with a search engine's ability to expedite the process of acquiring knowledge. For example, recently there's another devastating shooting in Texas. I didn't know anything about what had happened, so I opened up my internet browser and searched for it, and my results showed a number of news articles at the very top. After learning about the circumstances of the shooting, 
I went on to learn about current efforts to address the gun shooting epidemic that is plaguing the U.S. After educating myself, I easily found my state's congressional representatives, and should I wish to contact them to express my concerns, I would be able to. My point is that the rabbit hole is deep in the acquisition of knowledge, if you know what to look for. Within the scope of race and racisms, we can use search engines to educate ourselves about the dangers of structured or interpersonal racism. One only needs to search for a few keywords in order to learn about current events that feature the ugliness that racism incurs. They can also guide us to find free literature related to what we want to know. Without a doubt, this is something that we as college students are well aware of. With the right intentions and methods, search engines serve as an extremely important tool in the name of education. In the scope of this episode, search engines equip us with a means to disillusion ourselves with the mechanisms of institutionalized racism, which is of utmost importance on the road to a deracialized society. Discourse topic number two, finding community. Moving on from our first topic of discourse, we'll discuss how search engines enable us to find and connect with others. The internet itself can provide a haven for those seeking kinship and solidarity in the face of struggle. Within that domain, similar to our previous discussion, we can search for a few simple keywords in an engine and we suddenly have the potential to find millions of others that share or have shared our experiences. For example, migrants from other countries may find themselves upon moving to the US in a foreign land with foreign people not knowing anything about life here. However, with the power of a search engine, they can establish connections that are invaluable to improve their lives. These migrants can find help and acquire knowledge from people that perhaps come from the same region that they themselves migrated from, or they can simply reconnect with those that they left in their country of origin. In the International Journal of Communications, Law and Policy, Celine Navarrete and Esperanza Huerta argue the importance of technology for migrant families in their paper entitled Building Virtual Bridges to Home, the Use of the Internet by Transnational Communities of Immigrants. They state that historically, information and communication technologies ICTs, have played a central role in the maintenance of an emotional connection to the home country. Technology has made possible for migrants and their children to have simultaneous participation in their communities of destination and origin. Society is dominated by institutionalized racialization, as Bonilla Silva argues in his work, Rethinking Racism Towards Structural Interpretation. This, unfortunately, creates a racial divide that can heavily influence any and all races in our country. For an incoming immigrant, this in and of itself can be thought of as creating life chances where previously there were none. I think that's something really great to be able to give yourself more opportunities in life with the help of search engines and technology. Discourse topic three, bias of information. Conversely, search engines can also be detrimental towards the effort of a deracialized social structure. This counterpoint brings us to our last topic of discourse, the bias of information. One can argue that a search engine's greatest strength is also its greatest weakness. That is, its ability to give you exactly what you're searching for. While a search engine can be used to better educate and arm ourselves against racism, 
The danger lies in the fact that it can also be easily misused to entrench oneself in hateful and misguided ideas and notions. So, say if someone prone to racism were to seek for more racist content, that's exactly what they would find, thus entrenching themselves deeper into their racism. It isn't easy to have the self-awareness to seek unbiased information. I myself am a perpetrator of reading and buying into biased information on the internet. I say that a racist that wholeheartedly believes in their beliefs will not willingly go out of their way to contradict themselves. This brings into frame the necessity for an individual to be open-minded and essentially employ discursal formation in their approach to educate themselves. Otherwise, this can lead to a case such as the white power movement that Kathleen Ballou talks about in Bring the War Home, the white power movement in paramilitary America. In Maggie Korth Baker's article entitled, No Terrorist is a Lone Wolf, she states that participation in spaces where violent rhetoric is supported and welcome fosters a sense of community. This particular sense of community counters that of the immigrants seeking help and support, but nonetheless is formulated with the help of the internet and our ability to find and connect with one another, at least partly via search engine. Now, to conclude our discourse, what have we learned? For starters, we can see the importance of discourse in evaluating our technology from different perspectives. Through it, we were able to see the beneficial nature of search engines to educate the people and to bring them together in communities. Of note, in particular, is the ability for communities of different cultures and races to come together and support one another. However beneficial search engines can be, we also cannot ignore the pitfalls they have in allowing one to become entrenched in singular ideals. This becomes exacerbated when the user seeks only to reinforce their animosity towards other races or to seek others that feel the same. So Justin, you ask, why should we care about search engines and their impact on society? Well, loyal listener, here at T&H, we say, it's because search engines are another tool in the toolbox that pushes society towards global integration. Through them, we are able to better connect and understand one another. Through understanding, we can more readily work towards a society free of racialization and racism. Plus, we get a look up things like, how to tell if my house is haunted? Or, can you get pregnant from kissing? Which is always useful. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Technology and Humanity. Stay tuned for the next episode, where we'll discuss automated vehicles. Are they better for the road than manual drivers? Do they signal the end of humankind as we know it? Who knows? Tune in next time to answer all of these questions and more. Until then, this is your host, Justin Santa Ana, signing off.